No, I don't. And that's another weird one. You know what I mean. Ma'am. Well, look in the closets. Look around the places. None of his clothes. Nothing that even tell you he was still here. He's got another week to go on his rent. Hmm. How's that, ma'am? Well, moved in a week ago. You can see here on the receipt, Wednesday, April 9th. Mm-hmm. Paid me two weeks in advance. And you look around this place, and it don't look like he's going to be around here anymore. Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea where he might be? Oh, not the slightest. Did he give you any indication that he was planning to move out? Not the slightest, no, sir. I don't even have an inkling. I'll call the coroner, John. Okay. Better get in touch with the crime lab, too. Have them come out. Okay. You mind if I use the phone, Mrs. Holden? Well, not at all. It's right there back in the hall. A little shelf on the wall. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> You think Mr. Bartley did it? Do you think he killed the woman? Well, we don't know, ma'am. Did Mr. Bartley rent this room by himself? What? I don't understand. Well, did he register as Mr. and Mrs.? Oh, no, sir. Just plain Raymond Bartley. Well, do you have any idea who the woman might be? Oh, not the slightest. I never saw her before Georgia screamed and I ran in here. Uh, did you touch anything at all in the room here? No. No, I know how policemen work. I've heard all about that. Don't touch anything department. No, sir. I didn't touch anything. Uh-huh. They're on the way, Joe. All right, fine. Miss Halden, have you ever seen the woman before? No, sir, I haven't. Never saw her before. Just took a quick glance. Terrible, just terrible what they did. Mm-hmm. What if you could give us a description of Mr. Bartley? Well, that'd be kind of hard. Like I said, I don't pay a lot of attention to the people who live here. I just collect the rents and let it go at that. Once in a while, when George is sick, I come in and clean up. Those times I talk to him a little bit, but I, I'm not the nosy type. You know what I mean. Could you tell us about how tall Bartley is? Well, I have to think about that, too. I guess he was about as tall as you, maybe a little one way or the other. How much would you say he weighed? Well, he was kind of a heavy-set little man. I, I guess he weighs about as much as my husband. That'd be 200 or so. Mm. How about his coloring? Would you know? Oh, there it goes again. I, I tell you, officers, I can't tell you too good. Mr. Bartley was kind of a crowd melter. I beg your pardon? A crowd melter. You, you know, you put him in a crowd and he just melts away. You never pay any attention to him. You know what I mean? Yes, ma'am. Near as I can remember, he had kind of brown hair and, and blue eyes, I guess. Mm. Was there anything peculiar about him? Did he have any scars, any marks, anything at all about him that'd make you remember him, make him a little easier to... No, no, not a thing. How about the way he talked? Could you tell where he was from? No, he was just kind of an ordinary man, nothing special. Well, when was the last time you saw Mr. Bartley? Well, let me see now. I think it was, um, yes, Monday night. I, he was coming in. I was just coming back from the grocery. It was about... Uh, Oh, six, six fifteen. I said hello, and then he said the same hello, and then he went on upstairs, and I went to my apartment. That was the last time. Did Mr. Bartley have any close friends in the building, you know? No, not that I can think of. Well, did he ever say where he worked or what he did for a living? No, not that I remember. Well, how about references? Did he have any? No, I didn't ask for any. You know if he drove a car? It seems so stupid. Seems like I don't know the answers to any of your questions. I don't know about if he drove a car or not. We don't have any garages in the building. He might have, and I wouldn't know it. I just didn't pay any attention. You know what I mean. Well, did he get any mail while he was here? Would you know that? No, sir, nothing. All right, we'd like to talk to Georgia if we could. Sure, I'll ask her to come up here. Poor thing's so upset. Just terrible. It's the first time anything like this has happened to me. First time anything like this has happened in the place. I don't understand it. I never bothered the tenants, never caused them any trouble. I don't even know this Bartley. Why do you have to do a thing like this to me? Why me? Well, I don't know, ma'am. Why her? <laughs> The crime lab crew got there and went over the apartment. Photographs were taken of the room and of the position of the body. In going over the room, the crime lab came up with a probable murder weapon, a cast iron poker standing in the fireplace rack. Brown hair, similar to the victim's, was found clinging to the metal. Dean Bergman lifted several partial and some full fingerprints from around the apartment and from the poker itself. He compared them with fingerprints of the maid and eliminated her as a suspect. 
He rolled the prints of the dead woman. Hers were eliminated from those found in the apartment. We talked to the maid and got the same story that we'd been given by Mrs. Halden. She was unable to add any information to what we already had. We talked to the neighbors in the building. None of them had had any dealings with the missing Ray Bartley. The woman in the apartment next to his told us that on the previous night at about 10.45, she had heard a woman's voice and a loud argument coming from the murder apartment, but she said she hadn't paid any attention to it. 2.42 p.m., Frank and I checked back into the office. I'll call Bergman, see if he was able to identify the woman or make the other prints. Yeah, right. I hope he's done some good. Yeah. Dean Bergman, please. Hi, Dean. Frank Smith. Yeah, you been able to make those prints yet? Uh Well, how about the ones in the poker? Yeah. Well, that's the way it goes, huh?